Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors, who are, what, what, what are they, Michael? A great bunch of lads and lasses. Yeah, best in the bloody land, and you can use them from all over the land, can't you? You can. Why is that? Because you can do it on the website, book appointments, have video calls and that. Yeah, and what do they do? Tell me what they do. The world's the probate conveyancing. The big three, as big, the kids call it. They yeah. do the big three, then they do all the stuff too, loads of legal stuff. Yeah. Which Rob will tell you about now. Yeah, uh, all the negligences, professional, Yep. medical. Probably. Uh, yes. Emotional, uh, psychological. Yeah, you get into the lead stuff now. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. Um, Projecting. 10% discount on your legal fees, levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. And thanks to Levi's for continuing to tolerate our shambles. Propaganda, the show where we hear what's been said in the football world in the last week or so. Mm. Leeds United drew a game, so it's not going to be all miserable. What have you found for us this week, Michael, in your extensive and comprehensive research into the football universe, content universe? It's comprehensive. I've watched every everything on YouTube. You actually <laughs> completed it, mate. Yeah, run out of stuff. It doesn't make me laugh when my dad will say to me, have you seen that thing on YouTube? And I'm thinking, there's, there's more stuff uploaded every day on YouTube than there was published in the history of cinema. I might not have seen the one video you're referring to, but I'm sure it's good. The algorithm just yeah. puts the stuff on the front page, doesn't it? And yeah. it thinks that's it. That's like putting BBC One on, just going on the front page. Yeah, Brighton. Uh, it's not a great place for propaganda because, I mean, the main one seems to be something called Seagull Social. I imagine they've got too nice a life in Brighton to... Well, yeah, they all seem fairly... And there's, there's no hardship involved, is there? It's and, all... the, and it's well-run club. They're doing very yeah. well this season. They're obviously were a bit disappointed to have not beaten us when they should have done. But, yeah. <laughs> they need some real drama in their life, yeah. don't they? They need to be terrible again. Yeah, it, there was just too much contentment, I sensed. Like, oh, we've got loads of good players. All right, well done, lads. Well done. And they had on their post-game show they had Joe Wayman on as well when you've got an opposition fan you've obviously been a bit nicer yeah you behave so, yourself don't you yeah you, you don't be spiteful children that's like what, us that's yeah. why we don't have any people on so we can be we can be mean about them we're spiteful and juvenile so instead of uh, speaking of which then I found a child to pick on just reassure me that you've got the Legion United Mega Mix coming up oh yeah of course yeah. Uh, two parts again A and a B side again a side, but so you can flip the record over yeah we'll do that in a bit yeah. we'll, we'll deal with Luke Luke Links with an X oh there's, there's a combination of small letters and big letters here mm. He's, yeah. a, he's a young person, is what I gathered from his YouTube channel. I can tell that by his haircut. Do you want to, as the... I mean, Rob, you're the youngest, so you're closer to the fashion world. I am now of an age where that doesn't matter anymore. Michael, you lack the hair that this gentleman lacks. And what's he doing there, shaving so much of it off? It feels like it's a waste. Yeah, it's... I don't, I don't know what he's looking for here. It's, it, it reminds me of that um, the Croatian defender who's got the, 
Mm. This, kind of, this kind yeah. of thing going on. It's a bit early in Haaland, but it's all gone wrong at the back, hasn't it? Yeah, he does look... He, his overall look is that of a malnourished Erling Haaland. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not, not that he looks unhealthy, to be clear. It's just that he's not... Overnourished like we are. He's just, he's just not a very... <laughs> he's just not a very big boy like Erling Haaland. Erling Haaland is. So he's, he's essentially got long hair on top that's been folded into a man bun meets ponytail mm. and then it's been undercut all the way up the sides and round the back, I presume, which is a bold look. Do you think you could carry that off these days, Michael, if nature allowed it? I'd have to go for the reverse of it. Oh, do you mean if if, if I went for the full the trip to <laughs> Turkey you, and were everything? You, were you thinking about long hair around the back and sides and then bald on top, the monk look? <laughs> yeah. Not Gary Monk, but the... Uh, like a Bill Bailey sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. The, if, I won't get into the glazers. But that that look, yes, the um, the dangerous look, <laughs> we'll refer to it as. Uh, but yeah, this 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 lad, he's um, you can probably tell from his his presentation in this first clip as well that he's that he's quite young. Bless him. This is he's somewhere on the up the hill towards Beeston. Is, he, he's is he young this. and full of hope? For now, yeah, for now, we can knock that out of him. This is why Brighton need to start getting relegated again because he's too far too enthusiastic. This lad. Hopefully we can have another amazing result, just like West Ham. Anyways, boys and girls, let's go. Have a look around the stadium. Let's get some interviews. Let's get popping with today's match day vlog. Pay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to adopt this style. Pay. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe, guys. Hit I was, button. I was thinking that. Did you hire me for that sort of youthful enthusiasm? <laughs> You're on your ass, I'm afraid. Lads. You've let us down very badly. <laughs> it's a terrible misjudgment. I've no idea what you just said either. Something about popping. It was like youth noise, wasn't it? <laughs> Rob, why have you not brought more pop into this show? I know, yeah. I don't think you can get away with that in Leeds. <laughs> Probably not. But he loved Leeds. On oh, the plus good, lad, side, good lad. I mean, the, my, uh, the thread that I kind of started this week has highlighted what a complete slow melon road is, which yeah. we'll come back to and maybe we'll do a podcast on if the, you If point. you haven't seen that, by the way, check out Michael's um, profile on Twitter. And yeah, you've linked to it. In fact, I, I quote tweeted it from the Square Ball account as mm. well, so you can find it there. Uh, it's just... Basically, where's your 10% not going in Ellen Road, isn't it? Remarkably bleak. <laughs> and the highlight so far is the the crash that seems to live under the cheese wedge in the uh, in, in the southeast corner, yeah. which it looks like it's post-apocalyptic almost, isn't it? Yeah, it's on, there's only the ghosts of children there <laughs> these days. <laughs> anyway, he likes it, this, this lad, for some reason. The crash. <laughs> Ellen Road can hold some of the most fierce home fans in the whole of the Premier League, in my opinion, some of the loudest supporters are here in this ground and it was built in 1897 and it's, it's an old ground. It's an old ground. There's no mistaking about that. And um, it's quite a beautiful ground. It's got a lot of architect to it. And the inside of the store where you can buy Leeds merch is very interesting as well. It's so big in there. So amazing. So let's go and keep on and see what else we can see around the ground. <laughs> it says a lot that the inside of the shop... <laughs> Which is a tin shed built, what, 20 years ago or something? That, that's the highlight, 25 years. I do still think of that as the new shop, though. Mm. When it was built, it was like, wow. Look at that. It's a mega star, wasn't it, at the yeah. time? Not, not a temporary building, which is, which is what it was previously. He's going a bit Attenborough there, isn't he? It's like, oh, and here is a pie on the wall. It's been here five years and it's still standing strong. I was going to say, he, uh, he's clearly been on Wikipedia because I've just gone and seen the, uh, the built and opened data for Ellen Road yeah. is 1897 you could hear the edit in the audio as well where yeah. it started recording then it's just gone it was built in let's get the phone just give it a phone just have a search 1897 um, I mean we'd never rely on Wikipedia for our no output would we for God's no, sake no, I mean no. not well it's researched got, I like how I said it's got a lot of architects to it as yeah. well <laughs> it does have a lot of architect it's going to need a lot of architect in the coming years with the plans to yeah. redevelop it yeah and a good and a good scrub 
would be the first thing just before the architect gets involved. Like this, I think this is the first time where you you know your thread on Twitter where I've seen it, and I thought, yeah, it just all needs to be bulldozed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll do, I love it, love it dearly mm. for the shithole that it is and the atmosphere that it is. It's maintained, but it's very, very poor, isn't it? Inside, it's like not good. Well, I think a clean could do it wonders. A clean would help. Yeah, it could look yeah. a lot better as mm. it is. But um, I mean, things falling through the roof isn't <laughs> ideal. <laughs> Or frozen yeah. piss on a toilet seat. I think again. I think that is that's sealant. That's, that's some sort of adhesive. Is that yeah. it's not frozen piss? No, it can't be frozen piss. No. Have you ever seen frozen piss? Um, not knowingly. No, I don't think. Yeah, the toilet seat has fallen off, and a complete psychopath has decided the best way to remedy it would be to glue it on. <laughs> it is like it's like it's a not how you attach like a toilet a, seat. A prison toilet. I've just realised I spent a bit of... You ever go down these these wormholes on YouTube just talking about like the al- what the algorithm serves you up? Mm-hmm. I found uh, a video about a bloke, but a bloke who basically goes and lives wild in like... There's one guy in Norway, for example, the guy I watched was in Canada, just goes and lives out in like minus 30 conditions for a couple of days, builds himself a shelter and stuff. Mm. That's what Leeds United has pushed me towards. Fair enough. Just imagining a life in the wilderness. <laughs> I was going to say, in the prison toilets thing, I remember this will be pre-YouTube, like uh, seeing something on the internet of where you can make... It was a how to make prison wine. So if you're uh, in the back of a toilet. Does it involve? It didn't involve piss, no, no. but it involved, um, you had to steal some fruit. It was all stuff you could steal from a prison, basically, and then make right. make some booze in your cell. But okay. it was, you needed mouldy bread for the yeast and fruit juice. And um, I think there was some fresh raisins in it or something. And the guy made it. And you put it, you put your mouldy bread in a sock and you can have it all um, hidden in the back of your toilet. Right, no. Michael. I know you're thrifty, but don't, please, please, just don't do <laughs> just, that. Just go buy a bottle yeah. from, like, from Aldi. You get or it quite cheap now. <laughs> we'll do a tasting next time, and you will eat your words. The book did make it and say it did taste revolting. I do remember that, but it was boozy. So. Let's should we, should we hear some more youth noise? Oh, go on. This, this is from the um, from the game he was filming. Whatever. He didn't say much then. But the nice thing was when Bamford scored that he was more annoyed that he'd missed filming it than right. he was about us actually scoring. Uh, bloody, these, not, not even millennials anymore, isn't it? Is it Gen Z that we're... Probably. Probably. He's not annoyed that we've scored, is he? No. He's annoyed that he's missed out on a piece of content. If only someone was filming Kids the game. Bloody Rob, it's his generation's fault. Don't, I mean, that is just a weird way of spending an afternoon, isn't it? <laughs> I'd the, like, the game's I, being filmed. That's a fair point. Lo- loads of angles, you don't need to film the goals yourself. I was going to say, every game is treated as a, it's a broadcast level match, isn't it, for round the world coverage? Mm. As you can, you know, from listening on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the radio had all the goals. Yeah, you could see him as well. Yeah, I mean, it was at Allen Road on the weekend, but yeah, yeah very much so. Yeah, yeah. On other occasions, yeah. One thing that did come out of Luke Links, which I quite enjoyed, um, was a new pronunciation of our centre back. And okay. we've said Verba, Voba, Vuba. There's been lots of different ways. This guy did it in a way that I prefer. We've got Cock and Wobber yep. at centre half. <laughs> Wobber. Cocks and Wobbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode title, go. isn't it? There's the episode title. Yeah. I'm going to go with Whopper from now on, I think. <laughs> That's what it would be pronounced like in Yorkshire, isn't it? We don't do we? you fancy umlauts. Bloody right. Whopper. Around it. <laughs> yeah, good though. I enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> Tickle me that. Whopper. I thought, because I did genuinely wonder what was coming then. I had no idea what it was going to be. Whopper. Excellent. Right, what else have you brought for us uh, to, the, to the table? Should we hear from Leeds fans? Is this the mega mix? Is, it, mega mix? is it a mega mix of misery or is it somewhere in between? Yeah, it's a mix. The problem all season 
under Marsh was that we were charging around like headless chickens and leaving ourselves woefully exposed. So when we finally got a manager who's going to keep us compact, make us difficult to play through and play patient, sensible football, the crowd get on their backs after five seconds of not charging around like headless chickens. Can't think of many games this season where we've got more points than we deserve. So, so absolutely take that. Two fantastic strikes as well. The gulf between us and Brighton is just it's just incredible, really, and it's, it's upsetting. The the distance between sort of middling nothing, no history team, and us is is unbelievable. Just shows we what you can get if you actually run a team properly and scout well. Another point at least, but second bottom now. But yeah. I reckon Harvey unsettled Brighton just for five or ten minutes with those three simultaneous subs, and then the goal came. As good as Brighton played, XG was only 1.88, and I reckon I reckon Jesse's leads, it would have looked like four or five at least. Harvey, he's triaging this patient really well. The funny thing about Jesse too, his entry looked nice and clean, but the exit wound was just a, a gaping mess of blood and shit and feathers going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so little to like about us going forward at the moment that any time we score two goals, it's disappointing not to pick up all three points. But Brighton are just a much better team than us at the moment. So a point against them to go along with our three against Southampton is a good return from our last two home games. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see what Gracia decides to do now against the likes of Wolves, against the likes of Forest teams who we should be looking to go forwards with more confidence than we showed today. Um, do we put in the likes of Monto? Do we put in the likes of Rodrigo and maybe give up a little bit of defensive solidity to maybe have a bit more flair and a bit more fluidity? And there we have the news from the colonies. Mm. Good mixture of accents. A lot of Antipodean friends there. And it was an, it was an Australian criticising an American, so I mean... I don't, know. Uh, don't, get, don't get involved <laughs> in this geopolitics. So it's you. not our fault, basically. Yeah, the stuff about the, the, the general style was, I think mainly people were begrudgingly accepting it, that this might be our place this season. Mm. Oh, oh, just forever. <laughs> Not forever. I, yeah, I, just, forever. I, I absolutely loved the arrogance of like, describing Brighton as a, no, as a nothing team. It's like, nothing, <laughs> not. nothing <laughs> team with no history. <laughs> it's, it's a fine club. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't us either, Brighton fans, if you're watching. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's like, you've got a really good team. Wish we were as good. Uh, that is about what it boils down to, isn't it? Yeah. We were just really impressed with them. And so therefore we're taking some cheap shots at them. Yeah, yeah. well, not us. Not us. We no, no. We the, wouldn't do that. These, the, our dreadful audience. Mm. Yeah. Um, the crowd, yeah, you get the frustration. We discussed it on the match ball, didn't we? And we went into it a bit on the uh, on the Phil Hay show on Monday that you kind of understood it because we're not accustomed to playing that kind of low-blocky, standoffy football. And uh, But it was necessary, wasn't it? It got us a point in the end, which could be a good, good, a good valuable point come the shakedown at the end, but... When you're 19th, it's hard to see it as a valuable point, isn't it? It was weird, though, because going into the ground, I remember saying to my dad, like, we both went, yeah, I'd take a point out of this. But it was such a stressful, frustrating game. It was like watching Brighton was like looking in the mirror and seeing like a younger version of yourself. It was like, oh, yeah, that's what Leeds used to be like. We used to, <laughs> we used to have a plan and we used to know what we were doing and we could pass the ball. So that just, I think, added to the frustration because you could see the plan working. But then the pro- I think it didn't help that when we got the ball, we were just so imprecise and mm. sloppy like the amount of passes that went behind players are just not quite to the right target it just added to the frustration I think the, the general feeling of tension and unhappiness with the performance as well it comes largely from the fact that Bournemouth and Everton won at the same time well Bournemouth was before wasn't it but mm. you could look at the table and go oh, we're bad now because look 
relegation places. Whereas actually, if other results go for us, we can be happy with the point and we can be saying, oh, well, it's actually pulled us, it's pulled us away from the relegation zone, but actually it's dobbed us right in it. Well, we were saying um, on the Phil Hayes show and it emerged on Twitter over the weekend, we are on exactly the same points after the same amount of games played as we were last season. This was the point at which we lost to Spurs and Bielsa was sacked. Mm-hmm. 26 games, 23 points. It happens to have us 19th this season rather than, I think we were 16th or something like that. It's just we changed manager. Um, it's been a few weeks. <laughs> maybe just go, it's full time. Wa- just go full Watford with it. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's time, Michael. That's, that's what I'm saying. He's doing all right, isn't he? He's having, and you realise, I think, from both looking at last season and changing from Bielsa to Marsh, which, I mean, the merits of that change is a different discussion, but to try and change any sort of tactical system mid-season and to not have like the fitness and the time to prepare on the training ground compared to what you get in summer, it's so noticeable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fairly encouraged by the fact we changed our style to account for the way Brighton play. I think that was good because I don't think that's something we did. It was not something we did under Bielsa or Marsh particularly. In that we, Under both of them, we had our style and we went and played it. Whereas this was more, I mean, you could say it's a, a slightly more defensive, cowardly way of playing to go, well, they're going to do this and this, so we'll, do, we'll completely adjust our style. But given there's not been a huge amount worth saving from our style this year, Fine. Well, let's, the, just, the, let's just try and grind out some wins. The criticism of Bielsa always was that if Plan A is not working, do Plan A better. Some people didn't like that because there were times when Plan A didn't work, and then you saw it with Marsh as well, being wedded to the to the Red Bull style of football. When that didn't work, that was horrible too, wasn't it? So some flexibilities. Is that what we've been crying out for? So when it's given, be more bloody grateful for it. Um, but then again, the, the weekend was bad, framed around Bournemouth beating Liverpool, Everton beating Brentford. And uh, Man United nil, Southampton nil as well, wasn't it? But there were, there were some good results elsewhere. Just got to hold our nerve, as we say. Yeah, the results elsewhere just mean we're in the bottom three, but actually there were loads of other teams pulled closer towards us. So it's, I don't know. Yeah, it felt like it was one of us, Burnley and Everton, last season, didn't it? And now yeah. it actually feels like it could be one of eight or nine teams. So good. We want everyone to be miserable, not just us. And all those teams as well have to play against each other. There's loads of fixtures between that bottom eight, which mm. so it'll change very quickly, like week to week, I think. There's an interesting question here, Scott, Scott E.T., asking about would it be worth going down? You never want to go down, but as Burnley proved this time, it doesn't have to be an unmitigated disaster, does it? Mm. I mean, the, the way he phrases it, is it worth going down or staying up and doing this again? Mm. I suppose the plan is to not do this again. Well, I was that, that was the plan it, last season as well, and the, we the, are very the, much doing this again. Scott is um, put in brackets, which is what we would do. There's, there's nothing to say that, though, is there? There's, there's no guarantee. <laughs> I've accepted it, you should too. <laughs> <laughs> There's no guarantee that we would be absolutely toilet next year either. You know, the, the difference between being where we are and mid-table is about four or five points. Mm. It's, it's a couple of wins. Yeah, well, it's where Palace were a couple of weeks ago and now they're right in the shit. Um, you just, you just got to keep it ticking over. But the, the problem is, is that it depends how much further you can accelerate forwards next season, doesn't it? Like, if we have a similar season next season where there's only four or five points between all the bottom half, it's going to be hairy right until spring, isn't it? Let's go down. You've taught me, <laughs> no, you've taught, you've taught no. me into it, Scotty Scott. <laughs> just start again in the Northeast Counties League. Yeah, let's go from the bottom. Just win every, let's just go from the bottom where we can win every game. But now we'll um, let's stay up and not do it again. Let's, let's. There is a third way. Yeah, let's go for the third option. Yeah, absolutely. What else have we got then, Michael? Talk to me. Should we about some Leeds players. A bit about Jackie. Oof. Are we going to want to hear this? Is Jackie going to want to hear this? Well, there's a, there's a mix again. I know Moscow will absolve Luke Ayling of anything and everything and will try to blame Cree Somerville, but when you've got a rapid winger causing you all sorts of problems, careering forward like a bloody Labrador after a tennis ball every 30 seconds is just brainless. Just stay in your position. 
Harrison's definitely become a bit of a lightning rod for Leeds fans at the minute. I don't think he's doing particularly well. Um, comfortably our best, worst player or worst, best player. One of the two. Uh, just stat padding, kind of like Rodrigo used to where He did absolutely nothing for the team. You were fuming all game, but then he comes out of it with two goals, one of his own net and an assist. So can you really fault the performance because he was terrible for the other 85 minutes? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Special mention to Willie. He grabbed that game while it's gruff this week. However, man of the match for me was, again, Mr. Furbo. Nice one, the old son. So if you're going to stay, Jackie, let's have some more of that, please. Nice, simple football, not overcomplicated. Very well done. Please note, Aronson, do the same, please. Boys, I think we got a problem. Right back. Why can't they just kick it really hard at the goals when the chance comes? Just kick it really hard. That's all you want him to do. I won't have a bad word said about Jack Harrison, though. He kicked the ball really hard into both goals. All jokes aside, though, he had a great game, and at least he's making an effort. You can't fault him for that. Just on Moscow, I mean, he's not here to defend himself, so let's go in on him with both feet. Yeah, seems um, right. He, he said he thought Harrison had a good game, didn't he? Which felt like a bit of a stretch. He had a mixed game, in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, he scored one goal, created the other, scored a third, wrong end, admittedly. There's an argument for the own goal. You could say, well, he did well to get back there. <laughs> it was all a bit of carnage, that own goal, but then watching it back this morning, I was like, yeah, just don't do that. You kind of, you don't really get one without the other with Jack Harrison. And we've seen it for like, four years so I don't know what people really expect like he scored one he created one I don't think he's playing great I don't think any of them are playing great like they're all it's hard, of, they're it, all the same it's, it's all, hard like, to be a good team or to have players that are playing consistently well when you're 19th because yeah. if you're playing consistently well either as individuals or as a team you won't be 19th yeah they're all, they've all kind of got the flaws haven't they and they've all well some of them got the benefits as well but it's what you get Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Do we need to spend any more time on Leeds or can we please now move on? Um, oh, move on if you want. Yeah. Do you want to hear from um, a Liverpool fan or from Neil Warnock? We've got a couple of options here. Let's do Liverpool. I know they didn't do us any favours this weekend. Yeah, I know. That was, that was the downside of this weekend because normally scum dropping points to Southampton, you think, ha-ha, funny. But as it was, they were down to 10 men for a lot of it and ugh, there was some moaning about red cards. But honestly, it was just scum noise. I couldn't be bothered with it. There was no one 
no one upset sufficiently upset to make it, it worth, you do, yeah uh, you don't want to be enduring like mank accents just for the sake of it do you? or Mansfield accents or whatever that bloke was so I went back to our um, Jordanian friend Liverpool fan tried and tested this is football this is football yeah. obviously Bournemouth won which wasn't great but he was just getting really annoyed at everyone in, his, in the YouTube comments which I kind of enjoy oh, when he gets on we'd he, never do that when he gets narky with people no you'll hear that he gets really he gets really <laughs> upset with, with people sending him messages and interacting with him we just mute him <laughs> Denishan says, uh, it's a disgrace, Hussami should be. Thank you, Captain Obvious. I know we should win. I know we should win. You are right. But we are not winning. This is vitality, true blue clay, you absolute idiot. This is not Anfield. Can you stop telling me to stay calm? Stop telling me this whole stay calm. I'm not going to stay calm. I'm angry. It's normal. I'm losing to Bournemouth. Stay calm. Stay calm. Do you think I'm a robot with no emotion? Bro, don't worry. Why are you worried about Jude? Why are you worried about all the wrong things, Mr. Tibzo? We're losing 1-0 to Bournemouth and we need the stop four, brother. Come on, man. It ain't about Jude Bellingham now. It's much bigger than that. Bro, what's this? At least he's trying energy. What's this This Brighton energy you're exhibiting right now? Have some shame. You're a Liverpool fan. Yeah, Dr. Wasim, khalas, ya habibi. Just be quiet. Why you just talk too much? This guy trying to be a health expert over here. Hope you are all had a lovely day. Watching this absolutely shit game. Make sure you guys hit the like button. Make sure you guys subscribe. <laughs> Gotta do that. You insult your audience and get the like and subscribing at the end. I don't know why Mr. Tibzo made me laugh as well. I think it's because it's so formal, isn't it, Mr. Normanton? Mr. Tibzo. Thank you, Mr. Tibzo. <laughs> I did like uh, have some shame. You're a Liverpool fan. I feel like we could adopt that as a well, catchphrase. It's yeah. that kind of such a special club, but it's worldwide, which is nice. Mm. What else we got? Just uh, it from Warnock. Let's hear from him. And we'll hear from two ex-Leeds managers, actually. Well, sort of. So Neil Warnock lost again. They're still bottom. They lost 1-0 at West Brom. Um, I did hear his comments to Radio Leeds after the game where he was saying they were very unlucky. So I, I had a look at with the stats from the game. We look at the, at the momentum graph, which comes from SofaScore, which is essentially by, minute by minute. Yeah, it's a bar graph. of So if, you, if you're going forward loads, it goes high for one team, yeah. doesn't it? If, if it's a small attack then it goes low, and then it goes side to side according to who's got the ball. Exactly. Right. Looking at that, West Brom had all of it. Huddersfield had a bit of attacking momentum in, if you're being generous, you would say five minutes of this game. Warnock thought they were unlucky anyway, so I've gone for the same approach as as last week, and I've done a little... Is this analytical evidence comparing... Yeah, Yeah, so a little bit of a fan's take mixed in with some of Neil Warnock's. But before that, we'll hear from Maka Cup of Tea, who's a Huddersfield man. That's quite a good name. He really, really loved West Brom. Right. Which I was surprised at because I've been to West Brom. Anyone else been to West Brom? That is the highest altitude football ground in England. Didn't even mention that. No? But I didn't. I wasn't blown away by it as a place. But he loved it. It's that thinner air, isn't it? <laughs> the atmosphere gets to you. Okay, guys, we have just arrived in West Brom. You can just about see the stadium over there. There's actually a lot of places to go for some food. I can see a McDonald's over there and a Starbucks. Oof. That's a huge positive. It's a nice huge little town, positive. West Brom. Decent area. Treat myself to a West Midlands hot dog. Let's see if it's any better than a hot dog from Huddersfield. Now that is what we call a hot dog. They're doing it right down here. That's a 9 out of 10. That is absolutely beautiful. Such a gorgeous stadium. I'm very impressed. That's a man with simple tastes, but there's nothing wrong with that. You're a man with simple tastes. I am. And I've been to West Brom. It's a nice... It's it's quite a decent old school, four-sided sort of football ground. You've been to Huddersfield as well, haven't you? So... How do they stack up against one another? Because that's, I guess, what he's getting at. I do prefer West Brom. Yeah. Fair play. But I think, I'm pretty sure Huddersfield's got a McDonald's and a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. 
You don't. Speak. They are in most places. Yeah, you don't need to be too blown, too blown away. I mean, Pontefract don't have a Starbucks because why would it? But it has, even Pontefract's got a McDonald's, right? So I think Castleford's got one too. I mean, yeah, it's uh, like top of the restaurant guide. You know, when you go on TripAdvisor, it says top ten things to do in Pontefract. Mm. Number one, got a McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> drive your uh, drive your overly modified car to the car park and hang out with some teenage girls. <laughs> Is that what you do? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wondered where you were going with that then. <laughs> After the judge made you stop, right? <laughs> what have we got now? So yeah, so this is so this is Neil and um and Maca Maca Cup of Tea right. together. We have to give teams like this a game, and I thought we did. We worked hard on, on certain situations and the lads put it I've got to say they put it through absolutely one hundred percent. We we knew they'd have a lot of the possession. But they never really caused us a problem. And, and we had two great chances with Tom's header and, and then David's throw on goal, isn't he? I mean, we've lost a game with all that effort because of a penalty. It's, it's disappointing on our way home. I said at half-time, I thought we could, we could dominate a bit more now. If, we, if we're better on the ball, we were a little bit nervous on the ball first half and got rid of it quickly. Whereas I thought second half, we, we, we passed it around more and, and more threatening. And uh, that's what you've got to do. Already a chance for West Brom, nothing's changed in the second half. <laughs> Corner West Brom. We started the second half worse than we ended the first half. <laughs> These teams, you know, they are good teams, but what pleased me more than any other game today was how we competed with a top team. I mean, what is the game plan in this game? To sit back and allow this to happen? I said to him after, you know, I don't <laughs> think I've ever been proud of a, a team when we've lost 1 0. Sums our season up. Um, but they couldn't have done any more. They couldn't have given me any more. The Huddersfield fans kept waited at the end and clapped us. And yeah, another week, yeah, another defeat. We deserve to lose this game. I wasn't being good. I was pleased with that they did that because the lads give everything today, and the fans have gone home like me, disappointed. But you know, we live to fight another day. And, uh... and I'll see you next week for the Millwall vlog. I don't know why I'm going to Millwall away. Don't know what I'm thinking, but I appreciate all the support. Now this is going to be a long journey back to Huddersfield. I said to him today, that's the first time they've played like one of my teams. Yeah. Well, I mean, the stats bear it out as well, don't they? The two big chances they had. It's funny because the official stats record Huddersfield as having zero big chances. Right. But they had two big chances, apparently. Ball possession, 70%. They were going to have a lot of the ball. So Neil called that one right. They had a lot of the ball, bigger chances, better chances, more corners, more passes. 144 accurate passes Huddersfield managed in that game. Which is 61%. Wow. It's not great, is no, it? No, the player, that's the, the most you've played <laughs> like one of my teams. One of his teams, yeah. but it's in fairness exactly what you expect. And he nearly tried it out, didn't he? You can't fault their efforts. They're, they're a great, they are a great, great bunch of lads. A great bunch of lads, but they are a great bunch of League One lads. <laughs> I, reckon he, soon. I reckon he's going to walk before they get relegated. He's going to do like what mm. Mark Hughes always used to do that. He's like, oh, I never got a team relegated. Like, no, it's because <laughs> you'd leave like a season before, uh, a week before they get relegated. It's just not working out. I felt Sharon needed to be back. It, were, early, it were an impossible job. I always knew it was. Yeah. But, you know, the lads have been, they've been great. There's a little sort of canny psychological trick that he employs as well when he said, you know, like, the fans have gone on disappointed like me. In other words, I'm like you, this is them. Just that just that separation. Mm. Good trick, good trick. Anyway, should we hear how his predecessor, uh, Alan Robe, was doing, Simon Grayson? Yes, definitely. He's, uh, he's back on top. He's on the up again, is Simon, which is good. He's reached the final of the ISL, which is the Indian Super League with Bengalaru? Bengalaru. Bengalaru. Oh, yep. FC. FC. That's football club. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, it's, it looks like it seems to be like the Super League format in this country where you, someone wins the league, but then you don't win the league because you have to play some extra games. Right. I'm not comfortable. Is that how Super League works? 
like playoffs. Is that what you? Yeah, yeah. but like you just win in the league, you don't win the league. No, nah, you I, get a bit of a plate. Or I was going to say, yeah. I've, I've always felt like the league table and the data set that it encompasses call it, call it a day at that. Yeah, is is more comprehensive I, than playoffs. No, nah, I mean I support Leeds Rhinos who win it from fifth every year. So <laughs> nah, first means nothing. Yeah, so that's what they're in the process of doing anyway. They finished they finished the season uh, strongly. They had like five wins at the end of the year. It was one of those. So they've gone into it with a bit of momentum. So uh, this is some fans singing Simon Grayson's name, which is nice to hear again. something delightfully wholesome about that yeah I've enjoyed that we never had that champ for him did we no what did we have just one Simon Grayson Mm, I was going to say did we have one we must have done Grayson give us a wave does that count as a champ (laughs) the job has aged you horribly (laughs) the job has aged you horribly right then shall we wrap it up with what what Jake should we look at Jake yeah I only looked at um, at Jake because I thought he might put himself forward to host match of the day this week. Yeah, so this is BT Sport presenter, uh, but only sometimes Jake Humphrey and inventor of the podcast, of uh, course, who uh, in many ways the god, our godfather. Mm. In, in many, not just many ways. don't undersell him though. He's not just the inventor of the podcast. He's a spiritual guide. Yeah, <laughs> he's a wise, he's a wise motivational figure, a sage, if you like. Yeah, yeah, because he, he comes out with such such great stuff it's very deep isn't it I mean the, where's this from this is a screen grab from his Instagram is it yeah which is in itself a screen grab from his well I guess his notes app or whatever that he's put on um, so he describes this as a brief collection of thoughts on the train to London this Monday morning wow I mean I mean he could be sat there just watching I don't know Stranger Things on Netflix or I mean you think he'd listen to a podcast wouldn't you but mm. I suppose if he invented him It'd be beneath him to listen to anyone well, else's. As the podcast podcasting demigod, he's basically omnipresent, isn't he? So he kind of he knows what they all sound like mm. anyway, uh, and they're never going to be as good as his. So what's the point? This week, this is this week, and then there's a, a line break in there. So do you want to read this or do this I? Is, you read. You read it. Right. Go on. Impose your will. Make it so. Fix on the goal, but be flexible about how you get there. Hold yourself to the highest standards, yet allow others. To not reach your levels. Happens often with Jake, I imagine. Put empathy above opinion. Realise the hard stuff is also the good stuff. No, you will never reach a moment that everything makes sense. Should that be when everything makes sense? Start the journey not knowing the exact destination. Just put it in your sat-nav. Assume everyone means well. Know they may prove otherwise. Invite people in and let others go. If it won't matter in five years, don't worry for more than five minutes. All things pass. Just do the best you can where you are with what you have got. All is well and all will be well. Take your shot. God, I hate him. <laughs> reading this really made me angry. I just wanted to like, punch my laptop. He does go a bit George Harrison with all things must, must pass, though. Mm. Might be turning into a Harry Krishner at some point. I just It's underlined by such an immense amount of privilege, isn't it, that he comes out with all this complete bollocks. All is well and all will be well. For no. you, Jake, maybe. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not just not yeah. true. If something doesn't matter in five years, don't worry for more than five minutes. We've got all right, heating bill. All yeah. right, Jake. Should I worry about this? Well, we're saying this the exact month that the support for heating bills has been removed in this country to the tune of four hundred quid a year. Just get a better job, guys. That's what I did. <laughs> well, Why just start, just start your own production company and, and make a huge success using all the uh, the funds that you got from your TV gig. <laughs> Fuck me. Easy enough, isn't it? 
Yeah, easy enough. There you go. So I did, um, because it seemed so incredibly trite and bland, it just is a selection of things other people have said. Yeah. Is this, isn't it? More or less, it's like the sort of thing people normally Yeah, but has post, anybody said it as well as him? Would post just a sentence of this on a picture and yeah. just do, you know, like... Put it on a background of a forest or yeah, whatever, yeah. That yeah. sort of stuff. So I asked chat GPT. Oh, yeah. I asked that to see if it could do me a... Which a, is uh, it's artificial intelligence, isn't it? You can have a chat with it and it'll tell you stuff. Yeah. So I asked it, I just said, give me an inspirational paragraph. Right. Thinking if it, seeing if it could do as good a job as Jake. See so if you can tell the difference between this then and... And it basically has done, certainly as good a job, I would say. It says, life is full of challenges and obstacles that can make us feel defeated and discouraged. But it's important to remember that every difficulty we face is an opportunity for growth and development. Yes, Jake. It's through facing these challenges that we learn to be resilient and develop the strength to overcome future obstacles. Every success, no matter how small, is testament to our perseverance and determination. So never give up on your dreams and aspirations, no matter how difficult the journey may seem. Remember that every step forward is progress. And with each challenge overcome, you become stronger, wiser, and more capable version of yourself. Well done, chat Jake. There we go. So just replace him with a bot, is what I'm saying. The Jake bot. There you go. That wraps it up for today, then. Take those wise words and... You just have a great day. We'll see you soon. The Square Ball Podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 